Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy at long last, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Ah, I did miss my home coffee. Today is Friday, August 30th, and I am home. It's very nice to be home. Ireland was great. I'm glad we went. I'm really happy to be home. I'm sitting out here on the east side of the house this morning because um, I was awake early. <laughs> um, the jet lag isn't too awful. Uh, we ended up leaving Dublin on Wednesday afternoon. Our flight left at 3.45, and we did the thing of chasing the sun as we went west. So we landed in Dallas at 7 p.m. So... Elapsed time was only, what, three hours, <laughs> as far as, like, the clock was concerned. Um, it was a nine-hour flight for us, subjectively. But it was kind of cool, because airplanes are really nice now. I guess I haven't been on an international flight in forever, but they had these windows that you could dim up and down. I think it must be a polarization. So you could still see through them, but you could make them kind of dim and look through the bluish light. The plane was incredibly comfortable. Um, both flights were not full, so David and I got to have an empty seat between us. Uh, a lot of people did. Our flight coming back was more than half empty, so everyone just really distributed themselves around the cabins. The flight attendants were very encouraging of us to spread out. And they have, um, you know, all this, you know, free movies playing and the screens on the backs of the seats. It's also civilized now. So, and they give you free wine. So they served us dinner and, well, first we had drinks, we had cocktail, and then they served us dinner and then they kept bringing by more wine. So I sat there and I watched several movies. I watched Avengers Endgame again with the closed captioning so I could study some things and reverse here and there. Um, I also watched a movie Serendipity with Matthew McConaughey and Diane Lane. And, um, well, why am I not thinking of her name? You all are happy to have me back so you could shout at the car radio, right? Um, <laughs> she was in Princess Diaries. Anne Hathaway. Jeez. I wanted to say Hawthorne. Anne Hathaway. So I watched it because of the people. And I don't know. I don't think it really ultimately made sense. I kind of saw the point. I think they were trying to do like an M. Night Shyamalan thing, and it just didn't quite gel. Not sure why not. I, I think part of it for me, um, this would be slightly spoilery if you happen to want to see this movie. Well, actually, this is spoilery. So clo close your ears for a minute if you don't want to be spoilered. But, you know, the the premise being that this is all in the head of a, 13-year-old boy who's created a game, and maybe I'm an, I don't know, maybe I'm out of touch with kids today, but um, I, the whole, I'm not sure what the relationship with Diane Lane was about, um, which was a very sexual relationship in very adult ways, where um, they joke about him basically being a gigolo because he comes and has sex with her, and she gives him money to fund his ways. And... I don't know, maybe that is legit out of the mind of a 13-year-old boy. I mean, 
we know how they are. But I don't know. It just seemed, um, make it be in the context of a game. It didn't quite make sense. But I decided not to overthink it. It was a good airplane movie. It was interesting to watch. I also watched um, part of Into the Woods again, which again doesn't work as well as the musical did. I was trying to decide why not. Um, I think Red Riding Hood was miscast. I really just um, don't think that that girl did a great job. Uh, the, the movie lost some of the... Um, even though they were riffing on fairy fairy tale tropes, they felt it kind of felt like they didn't want to make it too fairy tale. Maybe that was part of it, because uh, there were some wonderful performances, amazing performances in it. It should have worked, and yeah. So, uh, you know, it it worked fine. It was like having a long movie session on the plane. David was watching a bunch of Thirty Rock. Uh, we got off the plane collected our luggage because this was the other weird thing um since last time i traveled internationally we did all of the customs before boarding the plane we did all of the customs in dublin which meant that we went through dublin airport security went to the concourse and then had to follow you know they said keep just follow the american flags we went there and went through customs there had to go through the whole quiz and everything and um for once, I was very selfishly glad to be an American citizen. Maybe not for once. I'm often selfishly self-congratulatory about being an American citizen. That's, I've, especially a, a, a white woman, you know, we just have it easier. And sometimes I'm just so grateful that we have it easier because our line was probably a tenth of what the non-citizen line was. Uh, so we got through that line pretty quickly. You know, had our had to have our bags and everything scanned again. And, but then we were done, so that when we got off the plane in Dallas, uh, all we had to do was go to baggage claim and walk out of the airport, which is nice because it's hard to go through customs when you're already kind of wiped out. And it also makes a lot of sense to, if you're going to put people through the hoops, then, you know, do it before you send them on a nine-hour plane flight. And so I don't know if that's an Ireland thing or if that's a re you know more recent development. I don't know if that's causing people who are trying to come to the U.S. greater difficulties, but it made it made our lives easier. <laughs> um, and so then we just went straight to the airport hotel. I had booked it with points for us, and we went to bed. Uh, about 8.30 Dallas time, and, you know, which was, well, let's see, it would have been like 2.30 in the morning, Ireland time. And we slept a good eight hours. Got up in the morning, got up too early, but, you know, hey. And showered and everything, and had hotel breakfast, and then we went and took the flight from Dallas to Santa Fe. Got home, and then yesterday did a lot of catching up things, did laundry and taking care of things. Ended up going to bed about 8 o'clock. But, you know, that was pretty good. We lasted all day and went to bed at 8 o'clock. And then I woke up around 4.30. So that's why I'm on. This is all a very long explanation for why I'm on the east side of the house. Because I've already um, run and done all of my other things. Made my coffee, fed the cats. And the sun is not yet up. 
I was looking forward to being back in my grape arbor, but I will undoubtedly start to slide a little bit. I doubt I'll be waking up at 4.30 every day. But the sky is still brightening, sun's not quite up, and it's actually a little too cool to sit out under the grape arbor. And it was too dim for me to check for Choya Burst. Our uh, house sitters, however, were amazing. Julio and Christina did a wonderful job of taking care of the house, and even better, they loved our house. They kept saying how what a magical, creative, creatively inspiring place it is. So that made us really happy that someone else got to enjoy our house. They fell in love with the cats. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah, Maine Coon cats are great. And they're like, oh, no, no, we are Maine Coon experts. Your cats are amazing, and we love them. And I think our cats missed them. Our cats did not seem to have missed us at all. And this morning, I think Jackson was really looking for Julio and Christina. So clearly his loyalty has been transferred. I think he would. he's a cat who would like to be part of a bigger tribe. So I think that um, the Great Barber is probably, you know, they, I know that they were using it, but I didn't want to stumble out there in the dimness and have a Choya burr in the foot for a reward from the pack, neck, pack rat recognizing my return. So uh, apologies that I did not podcast more. I managed twice in all that time. Uh, you guys were probably not surprised. <laughs> you know, I always have such great intentions. But being on a trip like that is weird. It's You just sort of go into a different time phase, a different mind phase. I think that's why vacations are good for us, because they do break us out of old patterns, and we end up thinking in vastly different ways. So once we left Dublin, and I know the last one I did was, uh, last podcast I did was the first cup of whiskey, which I did from um, Betsyville, from the Beach Hotel. And I thought maybe I would do those in the evening, but it just didn't work out that way. Um, we would, David would usually wake up early in the morning wherever we were, if he, and if he could, he would go fish. And then I would wake up and I would just kind of hang out and read or I would go walk on the beach and most every hotel we stayed at in Ireland it's just you almost always get breakfast and so we would end up eating breakfast and leaving wherever we were by about nine or ten and then we would drive to our first location which was sometimes a fishing spot David had picked out sometimes it was a historical spot I'd fit, picked out <clears throat> we'd usually have several spots for each day and we would drive from one to the next. I'm hoping to do a whole post, a whole article on our road trip of Ireland along with a parallel what I think would be the ideal road trip of Ireland. But we, you know, we visited several different areas, you know, and of course with as with vacations that some of there were occasional setbacks and turnarounds. Uh, at one point we ended up doing a circle, <laughs> going in a circle. I'm like, I have seen this signpost before. We burned about an hour and a half going in circles on those little back, back roads of Ireland, which David said was all part of the vacation, which is true, but it, I was irritated with myself for getting lost. 
so we would hit several places. We would eat lunch at some point, usually a late lunch, uh, because we ate kind of a big late breakfast. So a lot of times we'd just have a snack. I never did get to have a, an Irish high tea. Um, you know, everybody everywhere was like, oh, you should have planned that ahead. And we were not about, we never knew where we were going to be. And I wouldn't change that. I really liked being able to do that. We had some wonderfully serendipitous moments. We had a few setbacks too, but that's sort of the, the price you pay, right? Like getting lost. Uh, so then we would usually end up at wherever we were going to stay by around 6 in the evening. It would vary some, but usually by around 6. And then a lot of these places had in-house restaurants where you could have dinner too, which was nice because then you didn't have to go find something. And they, all the food was so good. The food was amazing. So we would eat dinner at the restaurant. Well, a lot of times we'd get there and we'd have a cocktail. I'd be so happy to not be driving anymore that we'd you know, have drinks. <laughs> and then dinner and... You know, and then sleep. And we just did that. Um, we were just sort of in this um, haze. Is haze the right word? Fugue state? I don't know. We didn't think about much. And, and that was a nice way to do. You know, I think I was just absorbing. I did have a phone call with Agent Sarah from um, the Sandhouse Hotel near Donegal. That was a great place. And Sarah um, gave me some feedback on the new shiny. So, and she's very excited about it. But she had some ideas she wanted to push past me. And so, not push past me, run past me. <laughs> Sounds better, doesn't it? So I'm going to work on that this morning. The um, movie version of my Ireland trip did not work out. I never did have this um, gobs of time at the B&B where I romantically wrote on stuff. That's also not a shock to any of you, I am sure. The movie version of our lives just never quite turns out, uh, or our lives never turn out like the movie version, I guess, is the way to think about it. Watching the ravens fly over. It's comforting to be home, but the trip also reinforced for me how much I live where I live. Uh, when we went to Scotland, we loved, loved, loved Scotland. And I liked Ireland, but I didn't like it as much as I loved Ireland. And also, I missed our Santa Fe home. And we were talking about that and realizing that um, when we went to Scotland, it was before we had moved to Santa Fe and we weren't, we were tired of where we were living in Wyoming. We'd had enough of it, which is part of why we moved to Santa Fe, right? So it's, I think, you know, we moved to Santa Fe because we loved it and because it's so beautiful. And it's interesting that we've become accustomed to living in this place that is magical and creatively inspiring and so beautiful that when we go other places, it's not as beautiful. Um, you know, like in Dublin, there was a lot of litter. There was trash in the river. And we, you know, said something about that, and people are like, oh, well, it's not so much trash. And it's like, oh, 
really? Because, <laughs> you know, we're just used to not having litter on the landscape. So, very happy to be here. The sun is just now about to edge over the mountains. It was so nice to land in Santa Fe and feel the sun on my skin. Uh, the sun came out a few times when we were in Ireland, but mostly it was indeed very misty and cloudy and rainy, you know, and it was often about to rain or having just rained. And I like rain, but I got tired of it. Um, I, I am definitely a sunshine kind of girl. I wouldn't mind if it rained every day if it was also sunshine every day. So anyway, I, I digressed because I just started loving on my landscape, didn't I? Um, so Sarah asked me to make a few changes to the new shiny, so I'm going to do that this morning, get my brain creakingly back into motion. I do think I am, uh, my well is refilled. I could feel the restlessness really starting to burn in me. I was ready to get back to doing stuff. And I've been having dreams about writing. So definitely ready to get back to work. I'm going to send that off to her to read this weekend. There were some things that she wanted to highlight. She felt like one uh, theme was just a little too strong. So I'm going to read for that. And then she might have me take one more editing pass. And we are going to go out on submission after Labor Day. Very exciting. Cross your fingers for me. <clears throat> if we can get a good enough book deal on this, um, I'm so hoping we can get a really good book deal on this. If we don't get a certain level, I will look for a job. Uh, so that's where we are. That's where we stand with all of this. Uh, once I get that done for her, I still have to get the revision of Fiery Crown. <clears throat> back to Jenny just by September 16th and do a few other businessy things. And then it's a big push because Orchid Throne is out September 24th. So we really need to plan some stuff. Uh, St. Martin's really wants me to get those pre-sale orders up. So if you guys, um, if, if you want to help, yeah, helping me with pre-orders would be great. And I'm going to start doing some things to encourage pre-sales. So, you know, it's going to be a busy month. Um, there's those things. Oh, and then I have to go back to the Fate of the Tala. And then I'll get the Fate of the Tala written and out. And... Oh, and I have, I, I'm just sort of thinking about things I need to do. One of the other things I need to do once I get this sent to Sarah is there's a whole bunch of blog posts and promo stuff that uh, St. Martin's has asked me to do, and I need to get that all scheduled in and figured out. I did, um, I did have some inspirations when I was in Ireland. I got a couple of images, one that I'm going to build book three of Forgotten Empires around. Um, I, that all came to me from a place that I saw. And it was funny because I saw the place and then the idea only came to me, came to me like a few days later. I was sitting somewhere and I was thinking about that place and I thought, oh, book three, there we are. So, so that's good, right? That justifies um, the tax deductibility of the trip. Uh, <laughs> 
Well, and that I was at convention. But there was a lot of stuff that was very inspiring. I really liked getting to crawl around in the different castles. And that gave me ideas for things, too. <clears throat> so, that's, um, I think, where we stand. It's nice to be back. I, uh, I did miss talking to you all. I kept thinking about podcasting. Even though I then didn't. <laughs> So I hope you missed me too, and I think we're all sort of heading into this increased energetic time of moving into September. So uh, yeah, let's go out there, folks. Let's go out and let's get her done, and I will talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye.